Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, folks. It's uh, season five, episode something called <laughs> what? The Variable. Yes, not quite as uh, cheery as last episode. Or simple. <laughs> or as heartwarming as The Constant was. Yes. Uh, the Variable is has a very tragic elements to it. Not just in the fact that we have one of our beloved characters, Daniel Faraday, dying in this episode. But it's very kind of like a... Greek tragedy almost, yeah. like being... Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, like Oedipus Rex sort of thing. You know it's going to happen, and it happens anyways. Yeah, the this woman who is so... Her understanding of fate is so concrete that, like, she, she like, no, I, I, I have to send my son back so that I can kill him when I was younger. Or, or Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, initial thoughts, Snoopy? Were, how, how well did you follow the, all this? Well, this I will say... Um, when Widmore was talking to uh, despairing Faraday, mm-hmm. when he was really his memory was really in bad shape. Yeah, when he was crying, seeing the plane crash, and not knowing why, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. When he said, "Eloise and I are old friends," I knew. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm proud of myself for having caught that. <laughs> Good job. Uh, it just felt like with lost and how many dots <laughs> yeah. get connected at different places. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then when um, when Faraday was talking to uh, uh, Sawyer and Jack and Kate, begging them to take him to the the hostiles, the others, where Eloise was, uh, and said, "My mother's down there." I thought, "Oh, so that's where Eloise Hawkins and Charles Woodmore must have met, and I suppose gotten together." Mm-hmm. And that's why it's even more scandalous that Woodmore had this whole thing going with another woman giving birth to Penny (laughs) off-island. Off-island, yeah. Yeah. Well, we've seen before that Eloise and Charles had been on the island since at least 1954. Is it 55? 54, I think they said this episode. 54, okay. Yeah, we had seen both of them during the previous time skips Mm. uh, when they were there. With the nuclear bomb, she was the one that Faraday kept looking at real strange, like, what what was your name again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. My memory of that is vague. Yeah. I remember the hydrogen bomb. Yeah, there, there was there was a blonde woman that was there. Okay, and With we the had gun seen, and see, yeah, yeah, and we had seen a young Woodmore. So yeah, they they both have been part of the others for or were a part of the others for a very long time. Mm. Well, I'm guessing Faraday didn't succeed in detonating the hydrogen bomb, which means that the well, they haven't found they haven't come across the hydrogen bomb yet, so. I mean, Jack and Kate still know what his plan was. Jack seems interested in it, we'll, but we'll, we'll we'll see. What, of course, where we Jack go. seems interested in it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see where we go from here. I appreciated learning more of Faraday's backstory. I'm ticked at his mother for telling him not to play the piano. <laughs> yeah, I I knew you would be as a musician. <laughs> yeah, I think now I liked her at first, and now I think she's an awful woman <laughs> for just relentlessly mercilessly pushing her son to a an unreasonable extent and i mean i i'm of the opinion that that's never good for kids to require them to be the best mm-hmm. and hmm i'm struggling with the this whole she's pushing him towards his destiny which is to go back to the island and be shot by her mm-hmm. yeah well when we saw her the first time we saw her <laughs> in the one desmond episode she was very insistent. No, things have to go the way they've they're destined to go. There's no getting out of this. She she's fully bought into the everything 
everything that happened happened that she has to make sure it happens. Yeah. Like she has, she has to be the one to put the, well, not necessarily she, but she wants to make sure that the places get put into where they're supposed to be. And I mean, I imagine there's a part of her that like, she doesn't like that. That's, that's what her, her belief has become. But you see her like struggling when, right before she tells young Daniel not to play the piano, he needs to pursue other things. She doesn't like having to do this when um, she tells him he should, he should, take the job with Widmore. Yeah, that face. That that, that whole scene. If you know what's going on, you're like, oh, wow, she's... And her she, face right at the end is very, like... Yeah, it's very interesting. She She's full of, like, at war with herself. She's convinced this is the way she's lived her life, mm-hmm. like, by the belief that this is the way it has to be. But it, you can tell she doesn't like it. I mean, she probably has this whole... I, I can't remember, but she, I'm sure she can see his old notebook and see everything he's done and know what needs to happen. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, think about this. His notebook, set, his notebook says, Jez and Hume is my constant. Oh, so that may have been what uh, drew her attention to Jez and Hume in Possibly. the first place. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I still don't know exactly how she knew about the, that, that he would go to, go to push a button and all that stuff. There's some blanks that they, they didn't really fill and probably never will. How she knew of all that stuff was going on. Well, yeah. I remember back in the day, someone, the writers called her sort of a, a time cop yeah. sort of someone who wanted to make sure that things go into place how they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. I don't, again, I don't know how she knew that that would even happen, but. And know. it makes, it makes sense of the early in the, when she's like, well, you don't get them all. You've got to help us all. Well, because from her point of view, they all have to get there, but they all end up in the past. Mm-hmm. And if they don't all get there, then something's gone horrible. Yeah. So it's everything. She's always running against her, the half of the knowledge she thinks going to happen. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird way to live. Yeah, it really would be. That is incredibly weird. <laughs> if a course of action is going to go a certain way, then why do you have to make sure? That it goes a certain way? Yeah. I guess because the fear is that, like, if something went wrong, then, like, the whole space-time continuum would be messed up or something. Time when, would unravel or reality. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. Right. I, I suppose it's the same. I suppose in some ways it's, a, it's, a, it's more of a mystical version of what they're afraid of. Like, oh, if you drill too much into this thing, it'll be catastrophic. I mean, I think it's like she's just another version of Dharma in some ways. Like, if you experiment too much with this, mm. who knows what's going to happen? Mm. I mean, I don't know that I'd buy it from her, but that's what she's fully invested in. It's a, It's the whole multiple worlds like if you change one thing does it create a whole i mean this this has been explored in comics a fair bit it does create a mess yeah and i think i think they just think that well my guess and i'm reading between the lines that she thinks it just breaks everything we don't know mm-hmm. you don't even want to open that box yeah so you just make sure it does that you know the whole swan incident you know all this stuff about time travel be the orchid and swan is the only evidence we have of this happening. She's like, we got to make sure this weird convoluted mess happens. Mm-hmm. Which we get a different version of that next episode, don't we? Uh, I mean, just of that certain things need to... There's a circular connection between beginnings and ends. Uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. But, I mean, it is interesting here. Faraday was very much on the same boat for a long time. For a long time. For whatever happened, happened. But then now that he's spent three years away from, well, I guess from his mother and his like, you have a job, you have a role to play. You must play this mm-hmm. role, probably guiding him some of his thinking about that. I, three years trying to think about how to save Charlotte. <laughs> well, and I think prob- that's true. And, you know, he came back when he saw that the survivor was there and he might have thought, wait a second, 
I changed something with Desmond. Uh-huh. So he might have thought, hey, I already started. It worked in some lesser format. That's possible. I don't know. I'm reading a lot between the lines. But. It could be. Anyway, I just find it interesting when he was talking about his plan. To, and, I, and I love that. I do love that scene between him, Jack, and Kate <laughs> yeah. by a stream talking mm-hmm. about like, all right, here's, go over your whole history. Yep. Here's how we could, how I want to possibly change that. Um, and he's all about like this variable thing. There's, we have free will. We can affect it. It's completely contrary to this whole fate mentality that mm-hmm. his mother has been living by. Yeah. He, he wants to break it. Um, I kind of appreciate that sort of like we defy fate sort of thing, yeah. but I'm not sure if the, we'll see if Lost really, ha- what it has to say about that. Yeah. Because episode, yeah, because. Because I mean, it's, the, the mother wins. In this one. Yeah, so I mean, Faraday died just as she had seen him and die before. So, of course, he made a free choice to get there. But well, <laughs> true. So you start talking predestination. You start getting really thick in the predestination mm-hmm. sort of stuff there. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, and I just, it'll also let us like that conversation. Like, I think I negate it. How? going to detonate a, a hydrogen bomb and, and jack and carriage like uh wait what especially <laughs> oh, right they i get it now they didn't know about the bomb because they weren't no on the island doing the time Stop flashing it. that's right kate oh. or kate and jack know nothing about that and yeah, i know kate's look especially is like uh what excuse <laughs> me and jack's like yeah this is just my life oh, now meanwhile in dharmaville things are going nuts yeah. All hell is breaking loose yes. Sawyer and Juliet. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so sad, too, between those two. Yeah. I, I can't help but thinking, but keeping Phil tied up in a closet was, I guess, the, the house, I'm guessing, doesn't have a basement. <laughs> Probably would have been a better place to put him. Ben's does. <laughs> right. Well, that's different. Unfortunately, I don't think he got Ben's house. Yeah. That's probably horses. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, because... Since they got back, Sawyer's been trying so hard to keep, the, and it just kept spiraling harder. It just got harder and harder for him to take care of. And then I think Phil was just the last straw. And partly thanks, up. a lot of this is thanks to Rodzinski. That guy is a loose cannon. He is a loose cannon. Like I'm amazed he lasted as long in the hatch as he did. <laughs> he's so crazy and so uh, angry at everybody. He's, he's ready to go. Yeah, so yeah. I, I had completely forgotten. Like that gunfight just breaks out like way more suddenly than I expected. Like mm. put the guns up. Boom, boom, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and then Faraday says, hey, any of us could die. Yeah, I know. Another for- foreshadowing. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Our castaway survivors are getting ready to escape. And, of course, Hurley still has that guitar case with yep, them. I, I, I imagine that Jorge Garcia is like, I don't know what I'm carrying this thing around for, <laughs> exactly. but okay. All right. <laughs> he has to bring it. But, yeah, the, the scene of them all trying to figure out, okay, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Our life here is over. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not good days for Dharmaville. Anything else? We we talked a lot about a lot of mind-bending shenanigans. That whole conversation in the woods is, is great. The mm. kind of reiterating the history of loss. This is what's going to happen. I remember that one commercial break being like, you needed the commercial break to build the process yeah. stuff. And she was like, what did you say? It's like, explode a hydrogen bomb. And she's like, oh. Oh, oh, that thing. Yeah. Oh, Chekhov's Jughead. <laughs> yes. Yep. Boy. I think we said before, the, the bombs in the finales keep getting bigger. <laughs> they do. Oh, really? Anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway, we'll see. We'll see We'll see if... We're ramping up very quickly to the finale here. I feel like the next episode we're back in um, 2007. At least for a lot of it. Yeah. I think we do some Darnville stuff to get things ready for the finale, too. But That could be. But I think we do a lot of Locke Ben stuff. 
I don't understand what exactly it is that Faraday was trying to change, or at least how it was supposed to affect the lives of, like, Jack and Kate and all of the oceanic survivors. I think the idea is to destroy the electromagnetism before the Dharma people drill into it and create an incident. Right. And if they destroy the electromagnetism, then they don't have to build a hatch to contain it. And therefore... They, they don't, don't crash a plane. They don't, the plane doesn't ever crash into the island. The freighter never goes to the island. That means Daniel and Charlotte are safe far away from the island. And all the cast, all the lost people just end up in Los Angeles. Yeah. All the lost people just end up... In- I mean, all the people on the 815. Yeah, the, the plane never crashes, is the whole idea. But then how... Jack and Kate and them, wouldn't they still have the memory of all of that happening? And where are they? They're still in nineteen the 1970s? That is a very good that, question. That's the, that's the like big question. They, that, that is a big question. Yeah. If their timeline is in, in 2007, they crash, and they're living in the island. I'm pointing with my finger in the air. <laughs> they go back to the 1970s. They do stuff so that this part of their past Why? didn't happen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then are, are, do they just live their live their lives out through and die in 1990 or something? Faraday never explains that. No, and they didn't get that's, that, that, is, that is a very good question to be asking. Okay. We'll just leave it there for now. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good cliffhanger. Thanks for setting that up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, folks, for listening to The Weekly Hijack. We're approaching the end of Season 5, faster than you may know it, or than we may think it. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And Timothy's wife, Janelle. (laughs) Yay. Bye-bye.